We wanted to be home for our families. Yeah. We wanted to have a, a social life. We wanted to be healthy physically, mentally. You know, we wanted it all. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ecom Growth Show. Let's go. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ecom Growth Show. I'm freaking pumped today because we got a new setup. We got new mics. We got some sick mics. You can grab them. You can swing them. You can get in real close and make your point. But it makes me feel nice. It makes me feel confident. Like about, I feel almost a little bit like Joe Rogan. Yeah, dude. It's like if the bigger mess I can make on this desk and get a wide-angle camera in there, it's going to be better. Better <laughs> bring in some questionable substances and and see what happens. <laughs> see where this conversation. All right, goes. dude. In all in all reality, the conversation I want to jump into, and uh, Daniel, you're coming into this conversation blind. So that's what I like. About I'm gonna today. I'm gonna give you some zingers, some wing dingers, so and just let you participate as we kind of jump into this topic. But you know, one of my favorite things about this podcast is. It gives us the opportunity to share our values for business. And what's so cool about our journey, which that's going to be highlighted throughout the podcast as well, is that we very much have gone against the grain yeah. in the way we operate in this business, how it, how it was formed, what's important to us, and uh, you know how it's grown. Yeah, we really have. So I love the opportunity to be able to share those values. And then, you know, we're not saying this is how everybody has to do it. But, we're, but what we are saying is that, hey, it's it's working for us. But, Rob, this is the Ecom Growth Show. Will this really help people grow? Oh, my God. It will help people grow. <laughs> very, very fast. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> It'll help you grow very much so. <laughs> so I guess the one thing, you know, and I'm speaking directly to business owners today, but growth in your business is very, very much correlated, uh, you know, with your growth as a person. 100%. And I think deep down, you know, we, we kind of share this belief that, that people are good. And that's something that we, um, we like, even internally, we want to call out in our employees. We want to call them to their fullest potential. Yes, because we feel, you know, a certain purpose there, a certain calling to call out the golden people and bring them to their highest potential. But also in a very tangible sense, we believe that peak performance basically meets halfway between you becoming your happiest and most productive self. Yeah, totally. So we're kind of jump- just let me just jump in there for a second and back up. Jump, dude. Make you lose the whole train. But you know, when you ask a wealthy person like how, like how do I get wealthy? They're not going to tell you a bunch of tactical things to implement right then. Mm-hmm. They're going to start what. Beliefs. Beliefs in your mindset and how you operate. Because if you mm-hmm. don't get that dialed in first, then you can't grow your business to the levels that mm-hmm. you'll want to. So I think this goes kind of hand in hand with yeah. that. Not saying the whole reason we're treating our employees good is so we can benefit and grow our business. <laughs> <Not saying. laughs> Although that 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 helps, right? Because it helps with retention and it helps all these things. And it's nothing to be ashamed about. Like treating people good is always a good thing. <laughs> I know, but it just sounded so selfish the way I was yeah, the way I was it saying did. it. It did sound a little selfish. But All right. but to your point, so we we have a, a, a business mentor that we meet with. You know, maybe once here, maybe even a little less. But 
you always say, you know, what one of the things you appreciate most about him is he's not telling you, like, hey, this is what you need to do. This is exactly how you need to do it. He's more just sharing his beliefs. He's saying his sharing his values. He's like, hey, you know, I'm not going to tell you what's right or wrong in this situation, but here is how I would think about it. So that's teaching us to think, mm -hmm. not what to do step by step. Yep. And so that's kind of what we're trying to achieve here as well. Totally. On the podcast. So uh, I want to share a quick quote. And this quote was introduced to me by a gentleman by, uh, by the name of Taylor Welch. Great guy. Shout out to I don't, Taylor. <laughs> I, don't think th I don't think this is one of his quotes, but it came, you know, through some thoughts that he was sharing. But it, it, it's this. Business is one of the highest evolutions of consciousness and morality. The essences of business are honesty, effort, responsibility, integration, creativity, objectivity, long-range planning, intensity, effectiveness, discipline, thought, and control. Business is life on all levels at all times. And I love that because that, that's been so true of our journey. Uh, this company has demanded absolutely everything of us, not just our nine to five time. headspace yeah, totally. or time. It's demanded everything. Yeah. And if you go into it thinking that you can compartmentalize your life and be successful in business, you are mistaken. <laughs> the, I really Bro, the love way you're driving <laughs> Dude, points home into that mic is just good. This is next level. How how much you know power I feel with this mic in front of me <laughs> right now? Oh, that's good. So you know, on this topic of excellence, on this topic of success, um, one thing you need to understand is that it looks different for every person. Yeah. And that's okay. And I shared with you before this podcast, a, a working definition for success that I have been kind of journaling out. So I'll take a, a crack at it here. Why don't you drop it? Success is a loving journey-based relationships between oneself and the potential he has in every single area of his life. Yeah. And as long as that loving relationship is in place, you know, you can you can move through your seasons of life because, um, you know, success in one day, it could look like having the willpower to get out of bed because your family just got in a car wreck. Yeah. Success yeah. on another season of life could be building a multimillion dollar business. But what I think needs to be uh, interjected into that into that definition is this idea that it's not. It's, it's not constrained to one area of your life. And so we talk about, you know, the seven equities of somebody's life. And, you know, you got your family life, you got your spiritual life, your physical health, your mental health, your career, your social life, and your finances. Those are the, they call them like the seven equities. And so as long as you have a loving relationship with each of those, you can kind of go through this, uh, you know, waxing and waning of seasons and put correct emphasis on each uh, pillar or equity, you know, in, in a way that's appropriate to what you're going through in your life. For us recently, we've been we've been going pretty hard on all of them, honestly. Yeah. And it's been cool to see that when we've put restrictions around how much we're going to give to, you know, career, uh, you know, and finances, we've put restrictions on that, but it hasn't uh, put restrictions on our growth. 
So, like, for what example, do you mean, what do you mean by that? You know, when we left the whole manual labor industry, commercial fishing and, and construction, we knew that, you know, part of that transition was we wanted to be home for our families. Yeah. We wanted to have a, a social life. We wanted to be healthy physically, mentally. You know, we wanted it all. Yeah. And we knew that couldn't happen if we were to show up at 5 a.m. and work till midnight every single day. Just because you can't neglect all those different areas and expect them to thrive. So we wanted it all and we wanted to mm. to kind of approach it in this holistic way. Which um, is kind of crazy because at the, it's easy to say now, right, looking back. But mm-hmm. at the time, that wasn't easy because we didn't have much income. No, dude. The business wasn't growing or thriving, but we were still sticking to that because we valued all those areas. Mm-hmm. Dude, and what's crazy is hard work for me has never... Showing up and working long hours, that's actually where I feel fine. That's where I feel safe. That's where I feel comfortable. What's freaking hard for me is shutting down the computer at five o'clock and going home. And so what my, my point is, is that when you have an understanding of a true understanding of success and excellence, um, you do what's important, but then what was cool in our journey is that it didn't hinder what was happening at work. Yeah. So we, if anything, you know, somebody could look at that and they could say, well, you know, they're working nine to five Monday through Friday, you know, they're a little lazy and it's like, no, bro, I'm working double time because I built this business <laughs> and I went home. I have a beautiful, amazing, intimate relationship with my wife. I have four kids. We play all the time. We do fun things. My finances are looking all right. I'm looking okay. I'm looking okay. I exercise. (laughs) So it's really like this holistic, um, you know, this holistic thing. And then on the flip side of that definition is, you know, I'm coming up with this working definition of failure. And for me, I feel like failure is, it's an indifferent or negative relationship with oneself and the potential he has in all of the areas of his life with no regard for process or seasons. And that's a big part of it. The, you know, the journey based thing, you know, there is seasons, there is process and you got to be okay with that. Yeah. What are your thoughts, Daniel? Well, I'm just thinking because you could be what people would say is successful in business, but failing in all these other areas of life. Does that mean you're successful? To my definition, no. To mine, neither. And I love what you're saying, too, about success. It's the journey. A lot of times we think of like, oh, once I get to this place, I'll be successful. I'll feel successful. Mm -hmm. I think there's something so important for feeling successful no matter where you're at in that journey. Mm -hmm. And understanding, you know, it is just a journey that we get to enjoy and participate in. Yeah. The journey itself is success. Yeah, dude. And... Not to like toot my own horn, but when I kind of started thinking about it in terms of a relationship, that's when it really started to make sense in my head. Because like you said, you know, we've been living this out because we feel that to be true in our, in ourselves. We didn't always have words for it. And it was actually really, really hard to put those boundaries in place, Mm -hmm. uh, to give priority to certain areas of life when uh, maybe others needed extensive work. But to be able to draw that line and say, no, I'm going to turn that off for now. And I'm going to go over here because I want a full life. Um, Oh, man, I just lost my train of thought so hard. 
I was going to say something. Maybe that'll come back to you, but yeah. in this season of my life, you know, I've been dealing with post-traumatic stress and it's kind of taken its toll on my body and, mm-hmm. and everything that paired with growing a business, you know, has its own stresses that just don't help that process. So right now, success to me is not necessarily just like trying to plow through business and grow a multi-million dollar business right now. Mm-hmm. It's more about taking care of myself so I can be the best version of myself for the business, for my family, mm-hmm. for all these other areas. So it's a strong emphasis of, I mean, all these lessons have just been driven home to me because some days I wake up, didn't sleep much the night before, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Success for me that day is just being able to relax and calm down and mm-hmm. maybe exercise and meditate a few times. And then, you know, it's funny because I'm kind of playing it on the daily just with my current state. So all these lessons just mm-hmm. feel so real to me right now because yeah. the next day I might wake up, be pretty energized, be able to crush a lot of work, play with the kids a lot and that's a successful day for me but mm-hmm. then the next you know it's just always changing so settling into that ebb and flow and realizing you know that whole journey even if some days don't like quote unquote feel successful mm-hmm. it still is because you're you understand what you can do for that day and you just do that yeah you don't have to do all these other things yeah if there's no grace for it that day and that's what's crazy because that's where i feel like it goes so far against uh you know this western model of building a business yeah and growing a business um my thought did come back to me and it's in regards to uh, you know i started talking about once i realized you know it's more of a relationship you know having those words everything started to make a little bit more sense to me and the easiest thing i can do is like if i look at uh you know these seven equities spiritual familial finances, physical, mental, social, and career, like all those different things. If you kind of look at it as a relationship, um, if one of those things is suffering and you have a loving relationship, say, let's pick one, your social life, you know, you're not, you're not anxious about, uh, you know, not having friends or meeting your mate. You know, one thing I like to do is you think about somebody in the age of of innocence and it's really easy for me because I have a you know four-year-old boy who looks just like me and when I look at him you know he doesn't really you know they're starting to understand some right and wrong and starting to fall into like some of these social prep uh, pressures and stuff like that but if you rewind a little bit before that you know kids just do what 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 feels right and there's this beautiful innocence to it so you never like approach that relationship in a way where you're like just constantly like beating them down, punishing them. I feel like somebody when they're looking at their their finances, they're pissed off that it's not where it needs to be. They're anxious. They're mad about not being able to pay the rent. They're they're getting all stressed out in their business. But if you picture that, it, it, as weird as it sounds, those finances as just like that little boy inside you. You know what what that boy needs is just a little bit of guidance, a little bit of love. And it doesn't necessarily mean it has to look a certain way right now. You just know there's a season and a process yeah. for making that grow, for making that flourish. And so that's where it really started to to kind of make sense. And I'm, I'm having fun journaling some of it and trying to come up with my own definition of excellence or success. But the relationship part is, is so monumental to at least my understanding of it all. Yeah. So it's a fun journey for sure. 
Yeah, that's huge, dude, the whole relational aspect to it. And then when you're approaching those relationships, it's being able to practice uh, a, a proper balance of truth and grace. So understanding the hard truths that need to be said, you know, the, here's my situation. I can see it for what it is. And uh, it's not where I want it. And this is what needs to happen. And sometimes that's a very hard thing to hear. And you got to be able to confront that with hard truth. But then sometimes you need to be able to have the grace to stand beside beside that person in the relationship and be like, yeah, this is the hard truth, but, you know, there's grace here. We're going get, to get through it. We're going to figure out a plan to make it all happen. So it's yeah. that balance. Yeah. And that, that all becomes easier if your kind of overall perspective on life is hopeful, mm -hmm. which is expecting good things to come to you and happen to you. Mm -hmm. Because if you're just starting out a business or growing a business or trying to improve on these other areas of life, but you don't have hope or vision for them, mm -hmm. then it's so easy to just get trapped in that and not understand like that there is a journey through it. And that journey on the other side is... Um, full of good things you know that's mm -hmm. how i look at it even if hard things happen along the way but hard things can de debilitate you if you don't have that hope and vision for the future of what you're trying to accomplish mm -hmm. and build and so i'm putting myself in the shoes of maybe somebody listening maybe they don't have a business maybe they're in a hard financial spot maybe they're trying to grow their e-com brand and they're dumping money into ad spend they're not seeing stuff come back you know, maybe they are uh, neglecting some other areas of their lives, working a little too hard. Maybe they're not not around for their family or, or you know, not feeling a ton of hope towards a future with a, with a potential mate, something like that. And maybe they're listening to this and they're saying, OK, Robbie and Daniel, what I hear you saying is to be successful. You know, you can't just focus on one thing, but you need to have a loving relationship with all areas of your life. Well, that's really easy for you guys to say because, uh, you know, you're doing okay. Yeah. So let's rewind and talk about how hard that was because when we came into this, when we decided to fully commit, was everything all okay? No. Not at all, dude. Tell that story of... uh <laughs> story. Of when, you know... We got to the end of the month. We're running, you know, kind of our video production thing. Oh, so time to my wife. Dude. Yeah, give give vulnerable here. Tell the grocery story. All right. So this is a this is a while ago. This is when we we're just getting going, you know. And Robbie and I had these dreams, you know, of what we're gonna build. And when it's just getting going, it's a, it was a hard sell to our wives. I mean, they were in on it on the journey with us. And they're, they were supportive, but they also didn't see how it was going to unfold or how it was going to work. You know, they're thinking about the kids, the family. Yeah, dude. Like, okay. Real responsibilities. All right, House boys, payments, that, groceries, kids. Yeah. Like, like that vision is great. Those dreams are great, but we need money now uh -huh. so we can take care of these things. And, you know, there was seasons that were really hard. And one story specifically is it was a long day at work already. We weren't making much money. Um, you know, so just felt defeated in, in general. And I get home and I open the front door and I look and I see my wife just sitting on the laundry room floor and she just got her head down and she's crying. And she was crying because we didn't even have enough money in our bank account 
to go get the groceries that she wanted or needed for that week for our family. Mm -hmm. And me as the dad, you know, is the one that's like kind of the sole provider for income for the household. Felt pretty responsible in that mm -hmm. moment of like, dude, I never want to see my wife in this state again where she's curled up on the floor crying uh -huh. about money. And in that moment, too, there was thoughts of, well, maybe it'd be easier just to go back fishing. Maybe it'd be easier to do this. At least I know we'd have the money to, mm -hmm. to get through this time. Dude, and, and maybe you have an answer for this. Maybe you don't. But knowing that you had massive need and easy opportunities to fulfill that need with construction or, or fishing. Yeah. Like you could have easily been like, okay, well... I need to buy groceries. I'm going to go get a job and, and kind of, you know, step off the step off the trajectory you were on or step out of the plan that you were on to build this business. What kept you from not doing that? I alluded it to, to it earlier, but it was this this hope and this vision mm -hmm. and just knowing that following our dreams, our passions was going to work out. And a lot of it roots back to just thinking and knowing that I was going to grow wealthy and it wasn't going to be from fishing or construction. Mm -hmm. So I just had this, that's where the hope really set in of like, I know this is going to work out. This is just a bump in the road. That's mm -hmm. actually going to, once we work through this, make us stronger because now looking back on that moment, I'm like, dude, I'm so glad we went through that and felt what that was like, but still chose to hang on to our hope and dreams and visions for what, our future was going to look like dude and you know what's cool about having that experience kind of come a full circle here is just how necessary that piece was uh yeah. toward toward our growth because now you, you fast forward four and a half years whatever and we're setting new revenue records in, in our agency yeah for ourselves for our clients it's just crazy right now and uh so we move into july and and bro first two three weeks is just crickets looks like everything's gonna fall apart you know our expenses has been have been growing as we've been scaling we i mean we've been bringing on team members like crazy yeah and we enter into this situation and now since we've gone through it and we've we've dealt with the emotions that come up when things get hard yeah guess what it wasn't hard this time it wasn't hard and it wasn't even scary it wasn't even scary and i I don't know if everything was about to fall apart, but <laughs> no, was, that's true. But I mean, there was an opportunity to, start, to get into an old mindset. Totally. You're you totally know? right. Yeah. And to start future tripping like, oh, no, what if we don't get sales and we can't provide for employees? None of that existed. We just knew like, oh, this is part of the journey. It's OK. Mm -hmm. No fear came up. Sales team stayed completely calm. And then what happened around this last week? Bro. <laughs> so. We did more sales in one week, the last week of the month, than we've ever done in any given month before it. Yeah. So it's like they, they filled their quota, so to speak. They filled our capacity of what we had in the month. They did that in one week when normally it takes an entire month. Yeah. And it was it's, a record sales month. Like, I just love it, dude. I'm so grateful. It's funny because I feel like life just throws those challenges at mm -hmm. us from time to time, you know, and and it's funny because 
it's almost trained me to get excited when things get a little bit hard. Not that I like love that, mm -hmm. but you know, on the other side of that, there's massive breakthrough. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it just happens time and time again. And we've built up that history yeah. with our business to know like, oh, it's all right. Like on the other side of this, we're going to learn so much and it's going to be really good for the company. Yeah, dude. And you can, you can have your opinions about hope and about belief and you can think it's all crazy and out there. But one thing you can't deny is that when you look at successful companies throughout the ages, in a time of uncertainty, in a time of, in a time of things breaking, in a time of turmoil or poverty, is always when you see breakthrough for a few yeah. companies. Yeah, totally. You just need to choose to be that one who's going to experience breakthrough. Yeah. It's the most likely time for breakthrough is in yeah. the middle of stuff shaking. Yeah. And in that time too, don't look at all the other companies that have failed for you. Mm -hmm. Always be focused on the ones that succeeded and be like, that can be me. If they did it, I can do it. Mm -hmm. Not if they didn't do it, I probably can't either. Oh, my chances are small because you fall into that mindset. Guess what? That's what starts happening to you. Mm -hmm. Either I can't, that can happen. I can, that can happen. Mm -hmm. What's the saying? Yeah, whether you think you can or you can't, you're you're right. You're right. <laughs> well awesome uh dude I, I love these conversations exploring excellence exploring success and you know being being vulnerable enough to share just some of our learning lessons that we feel go against what we've been taught yeah. by entrepreneurial culture by western culture by the culture of of business building and specifically in the e-commerce space um i hope you guys find value in in the values we bring I know it's it's worked amazing for us. It, it really helps us internally as a team. You know, everything that me and Daniel believe, it you know influences things that happen internally in the company. So, yeah. sharing that same beliefs for for sales people, you know, that's normally a position where people are on the chopping block. It's high stakes, yeah. and, and for every other position, not just salespeople, but uh, account managers, media buyers, all of that. Um, so anyways, I hope you guys appreciate that perspective. Uh, if you guys want to engage, tell us your definition of success. I'd love to hear it because it's something yeah. that's really on my mind that I'm journaling a lot about, really diving into. Uh, but dude, let's just call that a wrap. Daniel, thank you so much for your insight. I'm, I'm surprised at all the nuggets you dropped not knowing what we were talking yeah, about today. You got me in the, the flow. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, we'll catch you next time. See you guys.